本日のセミファイナル 3WA 世界タッグ挑戦者全勝戦30分一本勝負を行います。Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to Arm Bar, the 1004th Wrestling Podcast. I am Todd Suliano, zooming through the internet as per usual with Birthday Boy Colt. This week was my birthday. Oh, really? Yeah, Tuesday. Oh, did you get that thing I sent you? Yeah, yeah, it was beautiful. Thank you. I've never seen a necklace like that before. Well, it was a pearl. That's <laughs> <laughs> right now. Get in the climb in the screen. Yeah, mine is just hanging out on the windowsill, looking out at the grass, going, why'd you bring me in here? <laughs> why would you do that to me? Yeah, this cat is excitedly rubbing her head on everything on the desk. The cat knows that when when it gets cold, that means it's time for him to become an indoor cat. And it's like 50 degrees outside right now, so he ran through the door, but now he's in here. And he's like, oh, it's not actually that cold. I want to go back outside. But now yeah, he has to I fucking wait. Poor guy. He's like, man, I got hair on me. What are you talking about? I can go out there. Um, so Jesse isn't joining us this week, everyone out there, because he is a little under the weather, which I don't believe. I just believe he didn't want to <laughs> he didn't want to come. He's too busy. Never. He's too busy watching Hills because he got really into that for some reason. Oh yeah, I forgot about they posted the three episodes or whatever. I need to watch those. Oh no, he he got really into it. Like, uh, I think last I heard from him regarding it, he was on like episode five. Oh, for real? He's actually unironically enjoying it. That's yeah, awesome. seems to be. I've heard it's better than the trailer made it look like. I mean, that happens. Uh, I mean, that trailer was bad, but if it's really, truly good, I mean, I'd like to give it a shot. I'm definitely going to try to watch this three episodes sometime. I haven't really watched anything this week, except for Dynamite, of course. Yeah, I've watched Dynamite and the new episode of What If. That's pretty much it. Yeah, we haven't been watching that. I only watch live action TV shows. I'm just kidding. That's not true. But we just haven't been watching it. It's really good. Yeah, I've heard. It seems pretty cool. I might check it out when it's all out. So it's, it's soon. The first thing I wanted to talk about tonight is Ron Funches and GCW. <laughs> I, I thought about buying that pay-per-view but i had spent a lot of money on wrestling already so i didn't but i heard some stuff about that match or mostly really? some interference yeah from paul that's crazy Shear. that's fucking bonkers I have, I have nothing against ron funches or any anyone who's getting into professional wrestling but for man it really does seem like the canadian destroyer is like the new super kick yeah, it's it's pretty funny in the past few years, like how everyone can do it. Like that's like a rite of passage. <laughs> I don't get it, but I don't know. It's so str- it's I don't know. It's so weird. I don't because I, I'm normally pretty open. I try not to be as much of a like a wrestling curmudgeon as a lot of people. So like, but yeah, I agree. It's being used a lot <laughs> in like a lot of ridiculous places. Like poor Petey. Does- Dustin Rhodes does it, and every time he does, he gets a "You still got it" chant. <laughs> it's got to be that's got to piss him off. Ricky Morton does it. Yeah, Bad. that was cool the first time he did it. Bad like, Bunny like, did it at WrestleMania. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Adam Cole does a super Canadian destroyer where he like jumps off the middle rope and then yeah, but he's been doing that one a while. To be fair, I like I like that he does that because the the jump kind of makes it. I don't know. I mean, it makes still makes no sense. As I mean, a he, move, he, he, but... he got that from Petey Williams, though. Like, not the Canadian Destroyer itself. I mean, obviously, the Canadian Destroyer itself. But the way he did it, because Petey Williams did that to AJ Styles, I believe, at Final Destination 2005. Or not Final Destination. Final Resolution. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't think Petey wrestled in Ring of Honor. If he did, I didn't remember it. Yeah. I'll have to. I've never seen that one before. Yeah, he, did, I like, he, he wrestled in Ring of Honor for a little bit. Oh, yeah, I guess he did. Yeah, back. I forgot. Yeah, it's been, been a while since I've seen all that stuff. I remember seeing the Panama Sunrise. I Well, so we're just we're f- free flowing here. Adam, the first time I saw Adam Cole wrestle was at Best in the World 2014, actually. And he uh, instantly, I instantly was like, this dude's amazing. 
because he was wrestling Michael Elgin. He was he was the world champ. Uh, Adam Cole was the world champ at the time. That was a great show. I watched. I was there live because it was in Nashville. Uh, the 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 great Michael Elgin. Yeah, man, what a bummer. <laughs> I wish he didn't. You know, I feel bad for him because he's been like reaching reaching out with like mental health stuff, but at the same time, like I, there's so many horrendous stories about like the way he's like treated women and also I guess covered up like how he's treated other people have treated women like his students. That's yeah. awful, which is a shame because I really did enjoy like his New Japan run and stuff like that. So I don't know, man. <laughs> um but so anyway. you know, this weekend we were supposed to get Effie versus Matt Cardona. Oh, was it actually supposed to happen this past weekend? I believe it's, it? it's supposed to happen uh, at like tomorrow night at GCW New York. Oh, they oh they actually do. Oh wow, I didn't realize they were finally going to do it. That's I mean not finally, but I didn't realize they were doing it that soon. That's I don't cool. know if it's been announced, but like I uh, by the time this this is out, if it if the match happens, this already happened. But right now. Like I, I, I've, I've mentioned before that I'm a Patreon supporter of the major wrestling figure podcast <laughs> and I was viewing their live stream tonight and Matt Cardona is still in Orlando and couldn't find a flight to New York for tomorrow. And the closest one he could find was to Philly, which is just a two hour drive, but he didn't want to, he doesn't want to drive two hours. So yeah, right now it's, it's right now from what I understand, it's looking like he's not going to be able to make it to the show. Oh, well, I mean, they can find another time. They've got GCW's got a lot of other bigger shows this year. I mean, they've still got the show where they've got to run Gage and Mox. Um, they still have the show where they're running Gage and Suzuki. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, like there's some shows that have eyes on them. So they'll uh, they'll have time to make it happen. I want to that should about... be a fun match. Sorry, what were you going to say? I want to talk about something real quick that um, I mentioned to you earlier. You didn't, you know, sold it. So I'm just going to talk about it on air here. Well, I can't remember. <laughs> that is that uh, on dark elevation this week. Oh, I missed it. And then started playing video games. It's, it seems as, as though RSP is wrestling Paul White. That rules if that's actually true. And as much as I dislike RSP as a, as a professional character, <laughs> I, I can't be, more, I couldn't be more than happy for him that he's getting so many opportunities with AEW lately. And they're absolutely going to hire him, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. If he was on Elevation, that's like his fifth appearance for them. At this point, he's uh, he's probably maybe even close to being on a paper, like, paper appearance of contract or whatever. Yeah. I really hope they do sign him because like, he, like, he's, he's a great wrestler. He's a like really great character as much as I fucking hate him. And... I don't think it could be really cool, but like, I wonder if they would let him be him or if he would just kind of be a random on dark and elevation. Yeah. I don't know. I, I bet he'll start. I mean, that's sort of how they start. A lot of the people is they kind of are just like a random dude. And then they slowly develop characters, which is kind of like the new Japan kind of young lion thing. Yeah. But like with le- obviously with less time, less of a timeline. You know, I kind of wish the Matt Cardona Nick Gage match would have happened before Nick Gage wrestled Jericho. That way, MJF oh, yeah. could have come like could have come out and said that like he's wrestling like a death match legend and brought Matt Cardona out. It'd been hilarious. Did you see the uh, the like <laughs> Matt posted um, like a picture four chan of like somebody t- with this completely preposterous backstage rumor about Nick Gage and stuff like that. It was like um, Nick Gage was like mad about having to lose the title and they had to like convince Matt Cardona to drop or like drop the title at the last thing by bribing him with more AEW appearances this year or something like that. Yeah. It was completely insane. <laughs> and Matt keeps tweeting it and is like, this really happened. This is for real. <laughs> it's, like, it's very funny. As much as I'm sure Nick Gage enjoys the accolades of being a, a- world champion i'm sure he does not give a shit if he has the belt or not because he just, he's aware that he's the hottest thing in that company oh yeah for sure yeah he's an attraction star i mean he's basically their undertaker i mean <laughs> or even i don't know he's yeah he's a character that people buy tickets for to watch wrestle regardless of his title belt status speaking it was just, 
Oh, go Sorry. ahead. I was just going to say it was just easy to put the title on him at the time because he was their hottest star, but now there's the Indies are exploding again. So, speaking of the dead man, oh, yeah. excellent segue into that preposterous uh, interactive movie that is uh, starring The Undertaker and The New Day. Man, that's crazy. <laughs> I, I, I don't even remember what it's called, but I saw the trailer and like, it looks so fucking stupid, and I know I'm going to watch it like 18 times so I can get I, every single ending. Yeah, I'm definitely going to check it out. I mean, yeah, that's so, so fucking dumb. I've only done two of the the Choose Your Own Adventure things with Netflix. and they, I know they have a few. I think they have like a Minecraft one and yeah, like I a 12 months, but I did like Bandersnatch and I, uh, You versus Wild. <laughs> I've, I've done one. I can't remember what it was, and I wanted to do the... Uh, Kimmy Schmidt one, but oh, I haven't I gotten around to that. it yet. Man, I bounced off that show so hard after the first season. I was just not, I just was not down with it. I don't know. Maybe I'll go back to it. I mean, because I liked a lot of the like the core creative behind that show and in that show, but I just that's pretty much how I was with uh Last Man on Earth. Oh yeah. Like I was I good. Loved the first season. I watched all of it besides like the last season, I think. I don't know why I didn't watch the last season. But I enjoyed the show, but it just like that first season was great. And then like they started bringing more and more people onto it. And it was like, I guess he's not really the last man on earth. <laughs> Damn, kind of ruins the concept. I heard that, uh, heard the the why the last man show, which is based on the graphic novel, is uh, is pretty good so far. Yeah, I really want to, I really want to see that. Kind of doing some free association with TV show names. <laughs> Speaking of television, this episode of tonight is brought to you by. Corona hard seltzer, tropical <laughs> lime. I haven't had those. Are they good? It's pretty good. Yeah. Do they have the weird Corona like aftertaste? No, never mind. Coronas don't have the weird aftertaste. I was thinking something else. I remember thinking of Heineken. Yeah, <laughs> maybe so. Heineken tastes like skunky weed. Yeah, I'll pass on that. Fuck Heineken, Pabst Blue Ribbon. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, I'm drinking um, whiskey tonight. I got some for my birthday. It's it's <laughs> the, the, I, a friend of mine bought it for me because of the name. It's uh it's chicken cock. It's the name of it. I mean, that's yeah, that, joke. that's that, that's why I got it for you because <laughs> the name is so hilarious. It's a Kentucky bourbon, but it's pretty good. I'm enjoying it so far. I've only had a couple. Well, one other glass tonight. I but. have had two drinks tonight and probably gonna stop it too because I sl- i've slept like shit the past few days and yeah i have a hard time that's actually why i started stopped drinking as much during the show <laughs> just to be honest uh it doesn't help me sleep i do enjoy i would like to do like a pretty loose show sometime maybe on like a, a weekend if we're i don't know thanks max to see yeah see where, real the, loose. see where the night takes us on a show okay good just looking at my calendar as I was trying to do, but yeah. So this is a pretty cool week for wrestling. I actually had a at this is the week that Allie Catch was on Dark. Um, I was going to watch it, but that ended up because she was like the second match. But then I ended up not uh, like finishing it because I was in a meeting. I had to like work and stuff. But the show started out with Wardlow cutting a promo, and I, as far as I know. This is a new catchphrase for him, but I don't know because I never watched Dark. But so Wardlow has a catchphrase. Can you guess what it is? It's I mean, there's no way you could. It's terrible. It, it's it's Wardlow time. <laughs> I mean, you're not far off. The catchphrase is "This is Wardlow's world." <laughs> and that's it. And that's it's. I, I thought he was going to be like, "And you're living in it," but he didn't. He was just that. He's weird. got like a new song too, where it. I don't know. It still says this is war, but it sounds like it's like sing songy or it's and then it's like a metal song. I mean, that's kind of cool, I guess. We are definitely living in the age of Miguel Cuddy. <laughs> Classic. Um, speaking of AEW, when you know, when Brian Danielson's music first hit when he first made his debut, I did not like it. I thought it sounded really weird. And then I, I heard the actual studio version. Mm-hmm. And I heard the chance of you're going to get your fucking head kicked in. Yeah. And I actually like the song. Yeah, it's actually kind of cool. Yeah, I was I kind of had the similar reaction because I always I find Ride of the Valkyries kind of cheesy, I think probably because of Looney Tunes. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I, I think the song works. It sounded really great on Sunday or not Sunday, Wednesday. I'm really glad the fans chanted you're gonna get your fucking head kicked in. Yeah, there was a good segment of them that did it. There, those crowds, like that crowd was so big that there were like multiple chants going on at one time. It was crazy. They were hype. Yeah, and I guess this is when we should get into the uh, dynamite review. Yeah, fucking grand slam. Uh, I thought I wrote in here Omega versus Danielson is the best way to start, which it really was. Like, yeah, that match, like the championship match, always should be the main event if there mm-hmm. if there is one. And the Danielson and uh, Omega match was just a great way to show the crowd, like, all right, this is gonna be a great fucking show. Yeah, that was a hell of an opener, and they didn't get they went forever before they went to commercial. Yeah. Uh, which I'm going to put a pause in here. I uh, I actually subbed to the fight, uh, the international dynamite fight thing. You know, it's like $5 a month. But and I so I used like a VPN to be in Britain. <laughs> and so I watched it completely without commercials. Yeah. So my but I yeah, obviously I know when they throw the commercial and come back because like Excalibur says it. And man, it was amazing without commercials. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Uh, see, seeing the cattle mutilation was great because he yeah. hasn't done that move in so fucking long. Huge pop for it, too, which yeah. is awesome. Uh, the super jumping V trigger from of death. Yeah, that was, was cool. It, it He got so much air in that. Yeah, that was insane. Yeah. <laughs> it's got fucking, really God. fucking time limits. Yeah, man. I, I actually, I will, that is actually a complaint. I will say that. Not, my complaint isn't the time limit draw, because that was fine. I think it worked out. I like that they were still whipping each other's ass it's an, yeah. it, while the bell was ringing. But, and then, you know, get some real great heat on the bucks by ruining, by like ruining any chance of like a restart by coming out there and super kicking him. But the, I, I, they didn't do the thing where they like announced like the time. They should have done like 20 minutes, 10 minutes five minutes they you know like new japan always does that and they do that in all of their matches so that if there's a time limit draw it's like i think i think with american companies that's that's just basically something to do with like iron man matches yeah that's true i but i swear they've done that before with one of the other time limit draws but maybe it was just in maybe they just did the minute left maybe Maybe so. I'd have to go back and look at like the Darby Cody one. I know there, there were there were quite a few people pissed off about the finish, but like it was it was okay. It protected both of them. Yeah, I think like, that. Yeah, I think it was perfect. I don't like, mind it. Like you 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 can't have Omega beat Danielson clean in his first match, and you can't have Danielson beat Omega clean in a non-title match because that would immediately make people assume he's the n- number one contender. Yeah, exactly. They've got a keep some mystery about that yeah i mean i thought it was perfectly fine like i said i wish i had known i mean i kind of guessed when it was going that long but i i missed the initial time limit that it was supposed to be 30 minutes in the in justin's announcing and yeah, then, i thought uh, it was gonna be 20 and then mm-hmm. they just kept going <laughs> 30 minutes just fucking flew by <laughs> yeah i looked at my phone i like snuck a look at my phone because i didn't want to like ruin it and it was like seven 30 i was like oh uh, oh okay <laughs> i guess we're going like that then my absolute favorite thing about the show was the raised ramp yeah i I've, that's one of my favorite things with wrestling companies when they have like raised ramps because it, it makes it look so much fucking cooler when the ramp is right on level with the ring yeah it's really cool like that was my that, favorite thing about old wcw was that i love it i, I love when they do the raised ramps New Japan has done them occasionally. Not often, yeah. though. Yeah, there's the, like AAA does that sometimes. I can't remember. I think it was uh, maybe Muda did it in like New Japan where he like ran all the fucking way up the ramp. Yeah. <laughs> that was the Hogan one where he like closed yeah, like Hogan yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that that's was right. so funny. Maybe that was a uh, Kenny's tribute to that in, in some ways. Man, that uh, Dragon, Dragon Suplex on the uh on the ramp was insane brian slid (laughs) it was crazy looking um and i wrote i wrote in quotes because i'm pretty sure this is actually what he said after the match how about that opener Woo, good wrestling cm punk (laughs) yeah that's right yeah he sure did that one he was like i'm glad i don't have to wrestle on this show yeah it's like you do after yeah technically (laughs) yeah same crowd 
Which man, I guess, yeah, I, I guess hype man, same thing. I guess he finally listened to the masses and realized that no one likes CM Punk in long tights because he's wrestling in trunks. Oh yeah, I heard about that. That that's teaser. That small spoiler. It's not won't be a spoiler for the listeners, but yeah, it's funny. I, I said this to you. I thought Cody's gear was the Confederate flag at first. <laughs> I, yeah. yeah, I was like, it's definitely Homelander. And then the, apparently the boys account tweeted it too, which is yeah. amazing. And Cody was booed heavily in the match, which seemed to confuse him. And Brandy, I don't know, man. If he wore Homelander attire, maybe he expected that. <laughs> Brandy was booed for flipping off black and saying yeah. fuck you to him. Yeah. Or did she say fuck you or go fuck yourself? I think she mouthed fuck you. And actually, so what was funny about that is they booed when she got in the ring and did the cross leg and, and flipped him off. But then when the on the screen when people could see that she said fuck you there was like a small pop people yeah. were like hyped for that <laughs> um he uh, arn anderson ate shit before he had to eat shit oh that hurt my heart that was so embarrassing yeah uh it, like in, he, in his defense i don't know if you've ever tried to do what he did was like walking around a termical post like that no it's, it's not fucking easy yeah, I'm sure. And I can't imagine doing it at 62 or however old he is. <laughs> no way, dude. Yeah, he looks so. There was one moment when he was on the side of the ring where he like put his his hand like his head in his hands, and I think it was like a shoot like disappointment with himself because Brandy like touched him or whatever, yeah. and I, I felt so bad for him. That's got. I mean, that sucks. I hate when anything planned like that goes wrong because you know i used to do theater and i know what that feels like that's fucking embarrassing my my least favorite part of the match and the whole show because it's just it was so bizarre especially in the times we're in mm. was that malachi black spit mist during covid <laughs> yeah <laughs> i can't believe he spit mist would they say something about the corruption inside of him or something yeah. ridiculous like that it's like no I, he just he just spit some coronavirus on him <laughs> That was crazy. That was Malachi Black. Black's entrance still is fucking amazing. And his paint and his red eye contact was really cool. Oh, speaking of that, did you happen to see the vignette that Christopher Daniels posted on his Twitter? I didn't. He I did not. basically alluded that he is coming back as the fallen angel. Oh, hell yeah. That's and awesome. His eye is pretty is permanently fucked up from the Young Bucks. And like Oops. it's permanently red. Man. So that's, that's crazy. That's led to some speculation on Reddit that he is going to be in House of Black. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I would love that. I love my main man. See that Christopher Daniels. I'd be completely down for like one last Christopher Daniels run as the Fallen Angel. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Why not? Especially That'd be if awesome. They, especially if they get the rights to disposable teens. Oh, yeah. You know what? I bet they could. That's yeah. I, bet that, I didn't even think about that. I was just imagining his TNA theme song. That would be awesome. Marilyn Manson probably needs money for all those lawsuits he's yeah. facing right now. So uh, He's like, a, yeah, uh, he's not a good person. Not at all. So maybe we shouldn't. Maybe they should just get the song for free. Hopefully it's just like in the Turner Library and they just have a blanket <laughs> license for it. Uh, did you happen to see Lance Storm's tweet about FTR? No, I missed it. He uh, said, and I quote, I've decided that FVR stands for fucking terrific wrestling. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. That match was a lot of fun. You got to yeah. think that they, I, I, I constantly think like everybody that gets in the ring with Sting has to be like marking out because like, why would you ever guess that you could get to do that in 2021? <clears throat> it's weird because there are people on, on Twitter who were pissed that Sting won saying like FTR sh- should have gone over. It's like they've lost twice. Yeah, they can take a loss. Yeah, and they're losing the sting. It's not like they're losing to like another random 60 year old dude. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Darby and Sting are at this point an established tag team in AEW. It wouldn't shock me if they get a title shot. That'll be funny match fucking against the Lucha Brothers. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe they won't and somebody will have to beat them to knock them out of the rankings. But I liked Sting's face paint. Yeah, it was cool. I thought I thought he looked good. Yeah. Uh, again, I'm, I, I say that all the time. I want to ch- basically chant, "You still got it" to myself every time I see him. the 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 six year old in me who grew up idolizing Sting absolutely hates to see him wrestling a t shirt. So yeah, yeah, I guess he was feeling a little bloated last night. <laughs> like I understand that his the first half of his career, he was a body guy. Like he and Warrior were just muscular dudes who couldn't work. Mm-hmm. And it was like 1997 when he lost a lot of muscle and just 
like Starcade. He showed up, did not look like Sting at all. Had no muscle whatsoever in his arms. Sad. No and, tan. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> and like, but from the from there to like '99, he wrestled in a singlet. 1999, he uh, he would occasionally be shirtless and that's when he got a six pack again and then in 2006 he wrestled in tna and he got in great shape had a six pack but like ever since the end of his tna run he's wrestled in a t-shirt in wwe he wrestled in a t-shirt a couple and like a match on raw i believe but thankfully at wrestlemania and night of champions he didn't wrestle in a fucking t-shirt mm-hmm. he pulled his t-shirt off at a one of the shows where they were wrestling, yeah. I think, in the men of the well, year. I mean, and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I, I think the thing that, that took me out of it, other than the t-shirt, is the fact that he, he doesn't really do his trench coat anymore either. Yeah, he's not trenching it up. He's just wearing his, his Sting t-shirt, <laughs> hanging out with his son. Yeah. Um, Ruby Riot definitely needs a new finish. Oh, yeah, I agree. Some that, of her like, corner kicks were a little rough, too. That is just not a good finish. It, like, it looks so delicate. Like, she's just, like, it doesn't look like she's putting any momentum in the spin kick. It just looks like she's, like, falling yeah. on her back with her leg in the air. Yeah, it's it's not great. I'm not sold on it. She looked good, though, other than yeah. that. They both look good. Oh, hold on. Let me let me roll back a little bit. The uh, MJF Brian Pillman match was fine, but the best part about it was the guy with the on the hard cam with the MJF as a cuck sign. <laughs> <laughs> and he was, I mean, he found his his spot like a lot. Even when they zoomed in on the MJF after the match was over, the guy was able to get just the word cuck on screen by his face. It was very funny. MJF's parents were at the show, and his dad wore a shirt that and said, they were, "I hate MJF." Yeah, and- that's true. And like they had a sign that said we're MJF's, MJF's parents, but we hate him too, or whatever. Awesome. And MJF responded on Twitter and said, fuck you, mom. It's <laughs> amazing. I can't believe they they did that. I'm so proud of them. Do you think Ruby losing kills her momentum or that leads to this next thing? The TBS championship for women, the secondary title. Do you believe that it didn't kill her momentum and it just lined her up to where she's definitely going to be the first holder of the TBS championship? Yeah, I could see her winning that. I don't think it killed her momentum. I mean, she was fucked on. I mean, they they cheated and, yeah, and it, she lost. Like It was a screwy finish. It was a clean finish, but it was mm-hmm. screwy. Yeah. She, yeah, I, I think she'll be fine. She'll get some good, some big wins. She was great on the mic the other the like the last rampage. So she'll yeah. be able to pull into another feud, carry that pretty I well. Just, I think I, she's fine. I just personally I don't think like she should have gone battle royal right into a title shot. Like I don't I don't believe like a, somebody debuting should be the person to win a title shot. Yeah, it's dangerous if you don't give them the title. I agree with that. But at the same time, because they only have one women's storyline essentially going on, that yeah. it, <laughs> That's the only way they can do it. Though hopefully, you know, with more, obviously with Rampage and then with the, with the, I guess it is going to be called the TBS title. That's the big rumor from Zarian or whatever his name is. And he gets, he hits a lot. I don't really love that as a name, but I, I mean, I get it. I don't, I hate it. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. Yeah. I was hoping it would, I don't know what I was hoping it would be, but not that. I hope it's, I a, guess it's going to look weird though. Cause like, Either it's going to look just like the TNT title and it's going to say TBS or it's going to be like a much a, a smaller version of the women's title, which is already a small ass title. That, oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, smaller than the original women, AEW women's title, just like a it's just a medallion. It's going to be like the old school, like 1960s title belts where it's going to be like a plate on a on a belt, on like yeah. a literal pant belt. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that'll be amazing. Yeah, it's just a slightly larger than normal belt buckle. Oh, oh, cool. It's like Tommy Dreamer's hardcore title where it was the New York City license plate over the European title. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, I don't love that as a name. I guess so. I guess uh, Rampage is staying on TNT. That's that was the news. Yeah, that's that's so weird that like Rampage is staying, but like Dynamite is going to TBS, which it makes sense because like there's not going to be a hockey game on a Friday at 9 p.m. Uh Yeah, they're not going to get preempted. I mean, they they could go into they could be delayed. 10 15 minutes depending on if, if there's overtime and like a, sh- a shoot a shootout or anything like that but like it, 
it makes more sense for Dynamite to go to TBS because like the only thing that would be preempting Dynamite at that point would be Atlanta Braves games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of cool, I guess, that they're on two channels. I don't know. Yeah, I guess at this point it won't bother me because I'm using Fight to watch the show, so I don't have to. Not that I was watching it on TV anyway, but. I'm using Watch Wrestling. That uh, may or may not have been what I was using. <laughs> hey, I buy the pay-per-views, though. I'm a good person. Um, I won't tell anyone. But, yeah, overall, I thought it was a great show. I'm trying to think what else that we didn't talk about. CM Punk hype man. I like this promo. I was, God. oh, one thing I, I was, and so obviously this will be old news by the time the show comes out. But I said to myself, actually, I said to my girlfriend, do we think that he's going to be able to get Will Hobbs up for the go to sleep? I do not. I do <laughs> not think crazy. that at all. That's crazy to me, but that's what he's he said gonna, he was going to do. He's going to win with Anaconda Weiss. Yeah, probably so, is my guess. Like, there's there are three things certain in life. Do you know what those those three things are? Um, death taxes and same punk. I don't know. I don't know the third one. Death taxes and a CM Punk entering interview on Dynamite. Yeah, <laughs> you know it. Well, you know they got to get their money's worth out of him. Like, I've said it a thousand times at this point. I fucking love the guy. He's he's my favorite wrestler of the past. Like. 20 years probably but like god damn i want to see him wrestle yeah i, I know he can cut a promo like <laughs> daniel brian danielson came in and right out the gate was like i want to wrestle the best guys you have yeah i mean that's just the ph- philosophical difference between cm puck and brian i guess is <laughs> one of them wants to wrestle a lot more than the other one yeah i assume and the, the, the other big difference is that, uh, you know, Punk claims, he has claimed since 2011 to be the best in the world, where Brian Danielson is often actually considered to be. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think anyone ever thought Punk was the best in the world at professional wrestling. Yeah, he's certainly not. I always thought he was great, but nowhere at that level. Brian Danielson, um, I guess, called out Zack Sabre Jr. in one of his, uh, like, after, it's like some kind of interview or something like that. He said he was going to take back his award or whatever. Because, you know, the uh, when Daniel Bryan, or Brian Danielson uh, retired the first time, they the Wrestling Observer newsletter named, uh, it changed, named their, like, Best Technical Wrestler Award. God, I'm fucking stumbling in my words. The uh, the Brian Danielson award, yeah, but then of course Zack Saber Jr. is like one of the bunch recently, so he's I don't know, it's awesome. I want to see them wrestle real bad. I don't know if you heard this or not, uh, but Tony Khan apparently is looking into selling AEW. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, uh, they didn't beat Raw this week, <laughs> it's over. <laughs> it was a good two week run, but you know, the writing's on the wall. Yeah, that's sad. You know, it was a good run, but might as well shut it down. Bunch of fucking failures. <laughs> Speaking of WWE, apparently they are looking to alter the um, the separate brands again and allow, quote, big stars to appear on both shows. And it all depends on how the rating for Monday Night Raw was. Like, I haven't um, looked at the rating. I just know that apparently it beat AEW. But yeah, because if if the rating was good, they're attributing that to the fact that Roman was announced to be on Raw and not the fact that people are tuning in to see, oh, shit, Big E is the champion. Man. So they're going to assume it was because Roman brought the audience over because Roman is their biggest star right now. <laughs> and if the, if he moved the needle enough, then they're going to allow bigger stars to appear on both shows, which I think is fucking stupid. Yeah, that's what ruined it in the first place. That's what made the World Heavyweight Championship seem like the Intercontinental Title. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't love that as an idea. That's kind of dumb. Might as well, st- I don't know. Yeah, because that's like network, network pressure or whatever. I think I've like, read that. That it was like in 2011 ish. I think is when they really stopped giving a shit about the the separate brands. 
And when you had like Daniel Bryan and Sheamus as the World Heavyweight Champion, nothing against both those guys because I love both those guys. I love both title runs, especially Daniel Bryan's Hill run with the world title at first. Mm-hmm. But at that point, that title was just looked at as the secondary oh, main, yeah. main title. Yeah, but like open WrestleMania and shit like yeah. that. And was it because it was a SmackDown belt or was it because it wasn't the WWE championship? Who knows? But that was definitely the title that you gave to people who you who you look at as could possibly be main eventers, but you don't think they're ever going to main event your pay-per-view over the WWE title. I think it was because it was SmackDown. That's my guess. Because for a long time, the A title was the World Heavyweight Championship when it was on Raw. Yeah. Because <laughs> so, <laughs> Triple H was holding it. There was a, uh, a debate on Reddit recently about who was a bigger star in 2005 between Batista and John Cena. And in my opinion, it was Batista because yeah. Batista never got booed. It's, it was. It seemed like as soon as Cena moved over to Raw, he started getting booed because he started going over Angle and Christian and Jericho. <laughs> the where, reason why I stopped watching wrestling. Yeah, whereas <laughs> Batista stayed hot his entire run. Yeah. And um, someone said that Cena was obviously the bigger star, and that's why he was moved to Raw and Batista was moved to SmackDown. But the way I always looked at it was – at Judgment Day, that was the final match with Cena and JBL. And you can't have Cena on SmackDown anymore because they're not going to have JBL go feud for the U.S. title. Yeah. And Batista's final match for Triple H was at Vengeance, which was the mm-hmm. next month. And it was a um, Hell in a Cell match. Yeah. You can't have Batista and Triple H on the same show and not have Triple H in the title picture. So you have to switch those guys different brands, and it gives it gave Cena a bunch of new opponents, and it gave Batista a bunch of new opponents. Mm-hmm. Granted, Batista's were not amazing because his first few was with JBL, and I, goddamn, I did not <laughs> like JBL. Yeah, but speaking of JBL, I heard the most ridiculous thing in a WWE produced documentary about JBL recently. <laughs> oh, word! <laughs> what was it? It was a documentary on nine uh, eleven. The WWE oh, put God. out that oh, was about the, about their SmackDown show that aired the Thursday right after 9-11. Yeah. And um Bruce Pritchard was on screen and he was talking about Bradshaw doing his talking head to the camera and to the fans. And he said, and I quote, and you had the crowd cheering for John Layfield, who and when John Layfield came out, he was surprised because at the time he was one of the most hated guys in the company. And he was he was shocked by that, but that's that's how much emotion he he gave in his speech, and that's like how much the people felt what he said was true in his real feelings. I was sitting there thinking, like, this is two thousand one, you dumb motherfucker. This was WWF versus the Alliance. Bradshaw was a part of APA, which is one of the most popular tag teams at the time. Yeah, like he <laughs> he he wasn't a heel until two thousand four. Yeah, he hadn't been a heel in forever since like some of the acolyte stuff, which was in like '99. Like it <laughs> doesn't it doesn't take much to think this was 2001 during the invasion. Yeah, with Bradshaw been with WCW? No, probably not. I guess he was yeah. a face. Like, I guess, yeah. wow, it's pretty funny. And at that yeah, point, that's when I realized that Bruce Pritchard is full of shit. Don't know what he's talking about. I'm a better rememberer than he is. Yeah. Stupid bastard. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm not a fan of them altering the the separate brands at all. I think it's stupid. I think it, all it's going to do is the same thing it did before, where it's going to lead to the mid-carters not having a spot on the shows. Yeah, it'll be the same problem they have, which is that they don't feature enough people. They've got a roster of Six thousand dudes. Yeah. They used and you, they they book forty five minute segments with Roman Reigns. Uh, but I don't know. I don't watch the show. So speaking of new dudes, though, fucking last week we gave shit to Braun Breaker's name. <laughs> it's a bad name. This week, though, man, that Scott Steiner promo he cut was just amazing. Yeah, I mean, I guess they're really leaning into it. I feel so bad for Rick. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh yeah no, it sounded good like us yeah close your eyes like you said and listen to it it sounded like scotty yeah which like 
a lot of people, um, you know, we talked about last week how a lot of people compared him to Scott Steiner, which, like, rightfully so, that's his uncle. Yeah. And people always assume that Scott was, like, the body guy and he was the, the hard worker. But, like, like we talked about last week, Rick was really fucking muscular yeah. when yeah. he was a singles wrestler in the 80s. And even in, like, the late 90s, he, he got really big again when he was yeah, a heel in WCW. Which that was my favorite run of his when he was a hill in WCW and feuding with Chucky. <laughs> I forgot about that. I try to so often. <laughs> Classic. Uh, I remember reading about that on WrestleCrap.com back in the day. That's a good website. It was. I don't know. I don't even know if it's still updated anymore. I think maybe it is. I have no idea. I bought the, I have the Death is WCW book that was co-written by one of those guys, R.D. Reynolds, R.D. Reynolds. Yeah, I have it too. I haven't read it yet, though. It's pretty good. Of course, it's also written by my main man, Brian Alvarez. (laughs) What a guy. If uh, people out there have not seen yet on Impact tonight, the Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels, returned. Oh, yeah, I was actually going to say that when you were talking about him, then I forgot. Yeah, so and he's back. People are saying it's his first time in the impact zone for years, but like, I don't think he's actually been in this impact zone as in Nashville. Oh, yeah, he certainly hasn't been in that one. No, like, but there yeah, was only one impact zone, it was in Orlando. Yeah. Nashville was always called the asylum. Yeah, and that one's gone. I don't know what the hell they can call their new venue. I guess they are calling it the impact zone. Are they? Yeah, I have no idea. Oh, I guess they would be. I- you know, the impact zone moves with you. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy how long uh, impact's been around and they just like, they moved the needle a bit in like 2006 to 2010. And then after that, it just like plummeted. And I could not tell you anything that has happened in impact in years <laughs> besides the shit that I read on online. I, yeah, I, I watched a few of their shows, I, like it, with even recently, like not that recently, but after the TNA rebrand and when they became just Impact. I mean, like I said, obviously I was at the Homecoming show that was at the Asylum, one of the last few shows. Yeah, you were sitting with Marco Stunt, right? <laughs> yeah, me, him, him, and me and Marco chilling, hanging out. I actually did have uh, almost ringside seats. It was amazing. But uh, what else? I watched one of their other shows. Hard to kill maybe i don't know i watched the kenny and rich swan show and then i watched another one of the shows like a couple years ago too but they're i mean they're generally pretty decent shows but during the pandemic it wasn't very fun to watch because they were their arena was pretty sad (laughs) to watch and stuff even when they brought back the crowd noises it just was not great yeah it came off really hokey when they did it. I just, I don't know why I can't really get into it. I like a lot of the people there and, and frequently I've enjoyed matches that I've, that I've watched yeah. on the shows. I just don't know. Honestly, the real truth is I just don't have the time. Like I've, cause I watch other stuff and things like that. Like, That's pretty much how it is with me. I would love to have the time to watch that. I'd love to have the time to watch like stardom and DDT and shit like that too, but I just don't fucking have it, man. <laughs> like there's a ton of stuff I'd love to watch. With, wrestling. with school starting recently, I haven't even really opened IWTV in a while because oh, I just I don't have time to sit down and watch wrestling. Yeah. Like I yeah. make myself sit down and watch dynamite every week because <laughs> I fucking promised to myself that when punk came back, I've watched whatever he was on. So I sit down <laughs> Every Wednesday evening, I have dual monitors. I have dynamite on one monitor, and I do schoolwork on the other. Nice. I couldn't do that. I just I would just watch dynamite. Oh, that definitely time. happens. <laughs> but yeah, there's just a million things I'd love to watch. I mean, that's true for just like general TV shows and video games. There's just too much goddamn media out there. Yeah, that's why if like somebody tells me like a show or something is like okay i'm like well, okay well i'll never watch it because <laughs> there's like ten thousand things that are like certifiably amazing that i've never even seen or done or played or viewed. yeah i know what you mean i can't i'll have time for mediocre bullshit <laughs> man 
Oh, fuck. Sorry. I got distracted. That's my, fine. My, my fucking cat over there. Oh, yeah. Mine's asleep on the desk. Mine stop fuck- looking out the window. She stopped fucking with stuff. Did you see? Uh, oh, yeah. Here, here we go. Here's some more hot news that I wanted to talk about. It won't be hot. And in fact, it'll be done to death by the time the show comes out. But they announced the uh, the voice cast for the, the Mario Brothers movie that's coming out <laughs> next year. Did you see this? Yeah. Man, I was not. I literally I was not prepared. I made a noise when they announced uh, Chris Pratt as Mario. They are fucking putting a lot of money into this. What a weird cast, too. I don't like Anna. Uh, Anya Taylor Joy is Peach. Yeah, is Peach. Charlie Day is Luigi. Fucking Seth, uh, Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. So strange. Jack Black is uh, is Bowser. <laughs> Fred Armisen's Cranky Kong. That's so weird, man. It's like, is this going to be a Super Mario Brothers movie or a Nintendo World movie? Uh, yeah, I I don't even know. I, it's so strange. I mean, technically, Donkey Kong and Mario are in the same universe, too. <laughs> kind of. I, I don't want to. I don't want to get into the into the deep lore, but I loved the Mario movie when I was a kid. Oh, the yeah. I haven't watched it in the longest time. I'm sure it does not hold up whatsoever. Ever. It's pretty bad, but but I'm for years I've said like, why don't they just make a fucking animated Mario movie? Yeah. Well, like, they are. Yeah. <laughs> It's I, it seems I don't know with that star-studded cast it, it just seems like a normal like animated film I don't know I imagine it's going to be some kind of zany comedy because it's done by the the Despicable Me people that yeah. that animation studio I mean there's definitely going to be a fucking uh, Easter egg of a minion somewhere yeah <laughs> voiced by Charles Martinet Martinet yeah. oh yeah Keegan Michael Key is Toad <laughs> I hope he has to do the Toad scream the whole time. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Oh man, I don't want to do one full volume because it's terrible. It's gonna be such a fucking ridiculous movie, though. I can't wait to go see an IMAX. It's gonna be dog shit, but I'm gonna definitely see it next year, next Christmas. <laughs> I I found out a movie is being remade and it's premiering on on Amazon, and I did not know about this movie until today. When the trailer was released, and I was hoping to watch the trailer with Jesse on the show so we can get live reaction because I haven't seen the trailer yet. Oh shit! It's for a remake of I Know What You Did Last Summer, but it's going to be a TV series. Interesting, very interesting. I actually never saw the original. This shockingly, it would be. It seems like it would be up my alley. I need it, to watch it. It was like your typical mid nineties horror teen movie. Yeah, but people like it, so yeah, I'd yeah. like to see it. I feel like. Uh, it's got SMJ in it, my, my baby girl. SMG. <laughs> I feel like uh, like I know what you did last summer. Urban Legend, Valentine, Joyride. All of those fucking horror movies kind of like came out around the same time or just like yeah, the same fucking movie. Although Joyride's really different. I never saw that one either. I really liked it. But it, I, I'm, I don't know if I'm, if I'm looking forward to this or not because... not don't don't look good i just i don't know like i i don't want it i don't want it yeah (laughs) who i i go back and forth on like horror movie sorry horror shows um i feel like they the pacing is always weird on them i don't don't know if i've i mean let, let me think what was the best one i've seen the haunting of hill house that was on netflix was was good any of the American Horror Story seasons have always just kind of like gone off a fucking cliff. The uh, first six or seven episodes of Slasher, the first season, were pretty good until that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. I remember that. God. Talked about that. Jesse will die on the hill that the MTV series Scream is a great series, but I fucking hated it when I watched <sighs> it. I never saw it. Yeah, I, I tend to stick to the more. If, if it's got monsters in it, it's going to also have some jokes <laughs> like Buffy or uh, like I said, I've been watching Supernatural. What was it? Just been fine. Um, it's, I, I like it. Okay. I wish I wish they had more creature designs. They do a lot of 
a lot of their monsters look a lot more are very human looking and like mm-hmm. with not even that much makeup and stuff like for example i watched an episode recently where there were some snake ladies but they were like just ladies and they had um and occasionally they they had snake eyes and like sharp teeth and when they died they like got snakier looking but i don't know at buffy always had like really creative like monster suits and stuff that were cool to look like cool to look at see i've never actually seen buffy oh my god it's the greatest tv show on the planet <laughs> it's so good did you this, wa- is a, this is now a buffy podcast now i did not actually watch it contemporarily i watched it in college i, watched no, it I was i was gonna say like i know there's a spinoff for the character angel did you watch oh yeah that? angels angel's pretty great too yeah angel's not bad it's not as good but it's a good show it's a rocky in the middle but i like it a lot david beans is a good actor is uh buffy joss whedon or jj yeah. abrams it was joss yeah both both uh, yeah buffy and angel or some Josh shows, which, you know, he's a very problematic person. Yeah, as I, heard we he know. Make, I heard he wasn't allowed to be in the same room with an underage Michelle Trachtenberg. Yeah, that's pretty upsetting. But at the same time, it doesn't really taint my love for the shows because there's, you know, things like that, or it's a huge creative process. I mean, Marty Noxon and a lot of the other writers in the show and other producers, and of course the actors and actresses all made that what it was. So you know sucks that he sucks but i still think those are great shows with incredible characters i highly recommend it that's this is officially a buffy podcast watch the pilot next week and i'll uh, <laughs> we'll talk about it uh, switching I'll, genres I'll, i'm just I'll, kidding I'll, I'll be sure to not do that because next week is the beginning of the wcw month oh shit it is where we are bringing everybody out there five episodes of wcw with the fifth and final episode premiering on Halloween night. What kind of bullshit do I got to watch for next week? So I'm prepared. Uh, well, next week, we're just going to do a general WCW discussion. Talk about what your favorite things about WCW were, what you remember, what you hated. And I know you didn't start wrestling. You just not watching wrestling until WCW was two years folded. Yep. <laughs> Maybe go on Peacock or Torrance. Yep. And look up uh, like the rise and fall of WCW to get a history. And, and I think I have that. DVD. I actually think I have that DVD. <laughs> I got it for free with the pay per view I ordered. They sent it to me. I just remembered that. Maybe watch um, Halloween Havoc 1997. Yeah. That sounds kind of fun. i on Daily Motion or something. I haven't seen that in forever. Watch some, uh, some Raven. I'm going to watch the triple cage match. I've never seen it before. That's what I'm going to do. It's actually fun. (laughs) I watched the, uh, I just remembered one time I I looked up the, the Vampiro uh, like graveyard match he had against someone. Was it sting? Mm -hmm. I don't remember who it was against. That match was stupid. (laughs) It was amazing. It was terribly filmed. I love it. You have to watch the first Triple Cage match in WCW history. <laughs> the one in the movie? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh. I believe this is the first one. Maybe it wasn't. Let me actually look that up real quick. While there we was, are... I thought there was just one. Oh, not counting the movie. No, my friend. Wow. Uh, let's see. Watch the Coal Miners Club. Not the Coal Miners Club. The, uh... I don't know. I need to watch that Regal Goldberg match. The one that where Goldberg gets all pissy and was like, Regal, he was shooting on me, brother. Yeah. (laughs) I need to watch it and make my own decisions here. That one was uh, a real fucking strange one. Oops. Oops. So the, the first triple cage, I believe this is the first one. uh, Was it. Great American Bash, nineteen eighty-eight. Oh my God! And the they were allowed to build triple cages back then. Tower of Doom. Oh, <laughs> oh! I bet that was uh, just terrible. Who was in that match? Uh, let me look it up real quick. This is all riveting uh, 
discussion that we're having here. That's why I'm trying to just talk to fill the dead air. We love to stay up. It was the Road Warriors, Steve Williams, Ron and Jimmy Garvin versus Al Perez, Ivan Koloff, Kevin Sullivan, Mike Rotunda, and the Russian Assassin. I mean, there's some decent guys in there. Some some big boys. <laughs> and the whole Ron Garvin, the stomp. <laughs> and then there was the Doomsday Cage at WCW Uncensored 1996. Oh, no. With Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage versus Ric Flair, Arn Anderson, Ming, the Barbarian, Lex Luger, the Taskmaster, Z Gangsta, and the Ultimate Solution. Oh, my God. What? What? <laughs> Poor Rick and Hogan. I mean, not Rick. Macho, Macho and Hogan. What happened there? Um, This was the a shitty-ass match. Yeah, I'm sure. It was just terrible. You should watch it on uncensored 1996 because it is just god awful there is a great, there is a pretty good match on the show though it's uh you got conan versus eddie guerrero i bet that's good yeah and uh belfast bruiser versus fit finley versus lord stephen regal oh yeah i'm sure that's a solid match too they, how they much how much time do they get yeah. 17 minutes holy shit <laughs> oh my god i'm so surprised by that i thought you were gonna say like seven minutes no um, and i was gonna be surprised by that and then you had in a Chicago street fight, you got Sting and Booker T versus the Road Warriors, which is another great fucking match. What were Sting and Booker T doing teamed up? Where was where's Stevie Ray? Uh, we don't we don't talk about that. <laughs> and uh, on WCW main event, which was their pre-show, the Steiner brothers fought the Nasty Boys to a no contest at five minutes. Wow, no contest. That's cool. Did they? I wonder how that got called. Did they? fight too much they just sprawled to the back or something i don't know i hope so fuck the nasty boys yeah uh yeah we're gonna be talking about wcw all next month so if you yeah. are a fan of wcw be sure to tune in if you're not a fan of wcw go fuck yourself yeah go fuck yourself because that's what we're talking about we're not talking we're... about AEW. we're not talking about WWE unless you know fingers crossed we're not fingers crossed this comes off bad Unless someone passes away, we're not going to be talking about WWE <laughs> or AEW or Impact. I hope nobody fat, fat crosses away. Yeah, I don't want anyone to pass away. We're talking we're talk- WCW. And the games, talking about the WCW yes. games, we're talking gonna- about my Hulk Hogan, Hollywood Hulk Hogan thumb finger puppet that I have on my desk <laughs> that has the copyright date of 1999 on it. We're talking NWO, WCW, Goldberg's legendary streak that every week seemed like he beat 20 new people <laughs> he's doing a lot of house shows brother yeah <laughs> everything that you loved about wcw we're going to talk about everything you hated about wcw we're going to talk about we're talking wcw for a fucking month and whole month there may be some surprises along the way who knows but fingers crossed that surprise happens yeah we're we're gonna go back in time and we're going to review and not show live. No. If uh if the surprise doesn't happen, don't worry because we're gonna bury the fuck out on the feet if that's it true. doesn't. That's right. <laughs> um it's one of the nasty boys. It's actually we have Goldberg booked for the first show. <laughs> He's gonna sit down for a shoot interview with us. That's right. We're just gonna ask him Matt Rule questions. <laughs> See what uh, he thinks about. Yeah, stalk on stuff. The G one. Yeah. If you go on the um, on the Wikipedia page for uh, WCW Uncensored 1996, you scroll at the very bottom. You can get the categories, and the categories are WCW Uncensored, and the next one is 1996 in Mississippi. So, if you want to read about what 1996 was like in the state of Mississippi, you just go there. I'm sure it was nice. So they have three pages <laughs> or four. 1996 establishments in Mississippi, 1996 Mississippi elections, 1996 in sports in Mississippi, and uncensored. Oh, sounds like some good content there on the wiki. Don't forget to donate. I never have. The old Jimmy Smiths. I never did either. In my mind, I assume that they're they're pretty much covered. Yeah, they'll be all right. Like so, it's fine if they. When I don't donate, I assume someone else is donating twenty bucks. That's right. I donate to real things. <laughs> Just on that note, uh, I, th- I think we can actually call it. 
yeah i that seems like yeah that's pretty good yeah i mean <laughs> i give this one a six and a half out of ten i'm just kidding i actually think it's pretty good it if we we're sh- going to review it live on air it was a shorter one but you know it I is, what it is. Probably the best i um i i should go to bed because i mentioned i'm tired but i want to go play plague tale oh yeah oh yeah let's give you uh let's have your ps5 review live on the air too what do you think about the ui what do you think about the controller the controller's fucking cool yeah it's awesome i wish I'm they gonna, were cheaper yeah <laughs> i want another one i want another one so uh, so sarah and i can play games together mm-hmm. yeah like we can't play uh, yeah i can't play the overcooked that we got for free this month because we have one ps5 controller i mean i have another copy of overcooked but still. i i do though um i can i can go to target and get one for like 40 bucks what uh, how because like with Target, I don't know if you're aware of this, but they have a thing called like this is not an ad. It's, it's not like an ad. But it's not oh, you're talking about their Target. is it the, is this their, their like uh, their card or whatever? No, their... no, 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 no. Oh, uh, they have a thing called Circle, which is what their card is called. But Circle yeah. is also basically like their their Kroger Plus. Oh, like it's on their app. You load, you sign up, and uh, there's all these discounts on the app for shit that you might want to buy in store and. You put your phone number in at the register after you scan one thing and it starts logging shit. And the more you buy, the more money goes into a virtual gift card on your account. Right now, I have like $32 on a gift card on the Target app. Oh, wow. You should definitely get a cheap controller then. Well, I was I was going to, but then like I'm I'm probably what I told what I mentioned to Sarah that I was going to do is just like save all that money until I start Christmas shopping and then just use it to like get a little discount on Christmas shopping. Yeah, it's a good idea too if you're a selfless person who likes the holidays, but <laughs> Yeah, you should definitely look into it cuz it's it's a really cool service. Yeah, cuz I live by a Target, so that's not too bad. Yeah, I think everyone in America lives by a Target. I mean, yeah, I mean <laughs> well, in Memphis there's a lot of really weird Target-free zones. Like if I lived in Midtown, I would not say I live by a Target. <laughs> Even when I lived in Midtown, I was like, yeah, I live by Target because I, I claimed a Colonial one as my Target. But man, that's a hell of a drive. Yeah, it is what it I is. Mean, it is and it isn't. I mean, this it's pretty well get anywhere in twenty minutes here, which is why it's one of the only best things about the city. Yeah, I like. To, I mean, PS Five is fine. I need, I need more games. I have a buddy who's actually going to lend me uh, Death Loop, I guess. So I don't oh, really? have to buy it. Yeah. He was saying he was he has the disc and he was gonna let me borrow it when he finishes it. So excited about that. Um, I have like fifty bucks on the PlayStation Network on like uh on the store and the gift card balance. I'm just waiting for like a good sell. Yeah. So I can get some games like maybe like a, their Black Friday sale. Yeah, they'll definitely put some stuff. I mean, because they've been putting a lot of the exclusives on sale. I mean, I know Demon Souls was on sale. I know I think Ratchet and Clank was on sale at one point. I know like Returnal was too. Right I'm now, sure the other uh, ones were. Mass Effect is on sale, but everyone is saying that it's probably going to get like 20 bucks on Black Friday, so I'll fucking wait till then. Yeah, I'd like to replay those. I enjoyed that series. Never finished it, but I enjoyed them. Uh, I bought SnowRunner tonight. <laughs> That's why really? I was late, almost late to the show, yeah. Because I wanted to, I was, I've been fascinated by it for a while, and one of my coworkers was telling me he was enjoying it, and I was like, well, I guess I'll pull the trigger, and and go mud and haul some cargo it's i you know it's fine 40 minutes in we'll see how i enjoy it <laughs> and still playing binding of isaac for the other game updates from colt it's an amazing game i highly recommend it before we go i want to read something to you hit me rick flair went off the fucking deep end when he was oh my god to, uh, dude apologize about his comments to put him to chris canyon <laughs> Yeah, put a pin in that real quick. Did you see that they replaced? So they replaced him in the in the then now forever intro. Yeah, with ultimate WWE. fucking ultimate warrior. warrior. Yeah, I want to talk about that. That's so funny. Anyway, go back to what you're saying. Ric Flair <laughs> tweeted and then deleted this. This was at the tail end of his comments where he was apologizing for what he said about Canyon, but also ended his apology with saying that he was not a fan of Canyon's in ring work, but as a yeah. man, he was a good dude. You don't have to say that. <laughs> he tweeted, and I quote, next week on Dark Side of the Ring, Ric Flair and Caitlyn Jenner were both born in 1949. Coincidence or something yeah. more? Dot, dot, dot. It's like, what the fuck is he trying to say with that? How does that mean? I'm worried that the implications of that concern me. I don't, I'm not going to go into what, that they, what they are because I don't want to 
you know, just in case it didn't mean anything like that, but I don't know, man, he's just tweeting, posting just, man, man doesn't stop posting since this has happened. Um, you know, it's, it's well-deserved. It's funny that it's just now happening considering I remember hearing about, I mean, like the plane ride from hell has not been a secret. It's funny that like no, no consequences happened from that. Um, 18 years ago, it's not funny, but it's funny that they're happening now, I guess. I don't know. Whatever, man. Apparently people, uh, get, there've been multiple plane rides from hell and people get confused. The one that this episode was about with the one that Kurt Angle and Vince McMahon wrestled each other on. Yeah. Dude. Apparently like that did not happen on this one that the show is about in which I believe because at the time of that flight, Kurt Angle was wrestling in America. Yeah. And then also, yeah. And then also apparently Vince wasn't on that flight too. Like that's what multiple people have said. So that was clearly a different one. That's insane to me. You got to get these, get these boys under control. Bruce <laughs> Y'all got to stop fucking around with these planes. Bruce Pritchard doesn't know when Bradshaw turned hill. And these motherfuckers think they saw Vince's ghost on a plane. <laughs> Somebody pissed on Linda. That was the other story, right? Yeah. Apparently she wasn't there either. So maybe they, God, I don't know. Anywho. Or was it pissed? I don't know. Something crazy like that. Yeah. Anywho, for the arm bar, the 1004 Wrestling Podcast, I'm Todd Scaliano. I'm Colt Dixon. And we'll see all you cool kids next week when we talk about WCW. Dubsy Dub, baby. Talking about Mance Warner.